Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even if in day-to-day life you consider yourself a pretty moral person, we've all got to admit that we've done things in games we're a little bit ashamed of. Sometimes it's not our choice, though. Certain games just make us bad people. I'm Amy from What Culture, and here are 10 video games that force you to be heartless. 10. Landlords are the worst. Beholder. As if landlords weren't bad enough already, Beholder puts the player right in the middle of a fictional totalitarian state with the objective of spying on their tenants. Bugging flats and spying on your neighbors, your directive is to report any of them you deem to have the potential to be subversive to the state. You do luckily have the choice to avoid being a bad guy here, but if you're wanting to experience all possible facets and endings to the game, then you're gonna have to swallow your pride and ignore your heart and get bugging those flats. As each decision helps redirect the story, you can find that there are certain times when there's no right answer. Occasionally, no matter what you do, your decision's gonna be bad and wrong. To get the most out of this game, you have to stop listening to your heart and keep the achievements in mind. And yeah, don't think too much about the police knocking your neighbor's door down. I'm sure they'll be fine. 9. Murdering innocent creatures for your own gain. Shadow of the Colossus. You can't get around it. It's literally the whole purpose of the whole game. You go around and kill 16 huge, beautiful, innocent creatures entirely for your player character's own gain. In doing this, you're informed that there's a chance it'll bring your girlfriend back to life. And some would say that it's a rather selfish, heartless choice, sacrificing 16 lives just for the one that matters to you. It's easy to get around the guilt when the creatures you're killing are so far away from being human. They look giant and monstrous and intimidating, so it's only right to kill them, right? Apart from the fact that they weren't harming anyone before. They were just chilling until you went on your murderous rampage. Unfortunately, in the end, you can't even console yourself knowing that you saved your girlfriend's life, because in addition to snuffing out all those beautiful creatures, you also unleashed an evil demon into the world. Really, from start to finish, this was a mess, and karma really did come back around to bite you. 8. A lose-lose situation. Life is strange. Here you're forced to make a decision that's hugely flawed either way, making it an utterly lose-lose situation. At the climax of Life is Strange, you have to make the decision for the player character Max on whether she saves her best friend, and in doing so dooms a whole town, or saves a town, thus killing her best friend. It can be argued that one moral side of this has a better argument than the other, but realistically, either decision can be criticized as being heartless. You choose to save your friend, thus annihilating a town, and you're incredibly selfish. Think of all the families you've broken apart, 
the children you've practically signed a death warrant for. But then, on the other hand, if you choose to kill your best friend, you're betraying the person you know best, the person who loves you most. Is it really your call to make to sacrifice a specific person? Whichever decision you make, there would be people on the other side saying you're wrong and unfeeling, especially because in the end, you'll make a decision based on your own ideas of morality and selfish wants for the future. 7. Being Pragmatic Death and Taxes Good news, you've got a new job, congratulations! Bad news, it's working for the Grim Reaper himself, and it turns out that choosing who lives and dies isn't exactly light, untaxing work. The aim of the game here isn't to choose who lives based on little things like how funny their name is or whether you think they're hot. You have to make every decision with the fate of the whole world in mind. Each life and death choice has consequences on many more people than just the one in question, and you have to be as logical and pragmatic as possible in choosing who bites the dust. Basically, the whole point is to be as unemotional as possible. It's easier than it would be if you knew each character more deeply or had more time to hear about the ins and outs of their lives. Instead, all you know about them is what's there on their little piece of paper, and that's what you make your decision based on. This one is all about what's in your head. Screw the heart. It knows nothing. 6. Sacrificial Lambs God of War The God of War franchise has no qualms with making the player do morally questionable things, and one aspect of this is a tendency to require sacrificial lambs. In God of War 3, for example, in order to solve one puzzle, it was necessary to throw a half-naked woman into a bunch of gears, killing her. Which, yeah, is just delightful. But one of the most well-known instances of this comes from the first game, when in order to progress, you must burn a soldier alive as he frantically tries to escape his cage, begging you not to. It's even more upsetting, seeing as when you first approach this trapped man, he's so happy to see you and goes on as if you're going to bust him out. And he's very much got the wrong end of the stick on that one. His appeals to your humanity are redundant, because even as a player, if you felt a little bad about it, you couldn't do anything to stop it. Telling him that the gods demand sacrifice from all of us probably isn't quite enough to make up for his horrible death, scorched by fiery streams as he cries out. And there you are, just watching. Wow, you really are heartless. 5. Killing the Wholesome Twins Duke Nukem Forever This game certainly isn't known for its poignant moral message and the ability to make you question your own principles, but we all have to admit that the fate of the wholesome twins is a bit bleak. In Duke Nukem Forever, you find that the twins have been kidnapped and imprisoned by aliens, destined to be used to produce more of the creatures. You find them trapped in the hive, held in place by green, gooey membranes. Some very on-brand dialogue sees them promising Duke to get the weight off in like a week, as if that's going to make them more worthy of saving. And it's here that you decide what fate you're going to give them. Either you can leave them there, trapped and vulnerable to meet their later doom, or you can just shoot them there and then. There's no way to try and save them by cutting them free or anything, so essentially you have to choose between being bad or being worse. The game is a shocking mess overall, so at the time the players may not have clocked just how heartless this whole bit was, but in retrospect, it's really crappy. 4. Robbing an elderly couple This war of mine One of the central intentions of 11-Bit Studios' incredible This War of Mine is to put the player in difficult moral situations. It aims to force you to confront your motivations, choices, and understanding of morality in a range of different circumstances. Depending on how you play, you won't necessarily encounter every single conundrum, but one that most players confront is having to steal from an elderly couple. Your aim is, of course, to keep your party alive no matter what the costs. When food and supplies are low and winter's coming, you need to take whatever you can get, and an elderly couple staying 
being holed up in their marital home have got some seriously good loot. They have medication, food, various bits of electronics and parts. The thing is, this isn't a house you can navigate with stealth. You'll have to encounter one, if not both, of the people inside. The man begs you not to take things as his wife is ill, and the wife, clearly confused, doesn't really understand what's going on. Even if you get home with exactly the things you needed from the house, your characters will likely suffer a mood buff from carrying out such a heartless act. Yeah, stealing from the vulnerable never feels good. 3. It makes you a war criminal. Spec Ops The Line Yes, this one has been absolutely talked to death, but it's such a clear example of a game forcing you to do something abhorrent that it just can't be ignored here. Throughout this game, your player character quite literally becomes a war criminal, with you sitting there on your sofa making him do it all. It's a mandatory part of gameplay that you get to rain down white phosphorus on innocents from above, but at the time, you think you're pelting terrorists. Using white phosphorus is an incredibly immoral thing to do in the first place because of its destructive, inhumane effects. So even when you thought you were hitting enemies, there still could have been one innocent person somewhere in range that died a horrible death because of that. When you find out what you did was to innocent civilians, though, that's a whole other story. At that point, the game is literally just war crime simulator, and you realize in that moment that you've been forced to commit an atrocious act that's resulted in countless horrible deaths. 2. Playing by the book. Papers, please. You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone with a bad word to say about Papers, Please. Designed by the talented Lucas Pope, the game requires you to make a variety of heartless decisions in the role of a border officer for the fictional country Aristotska. There are several different endings you can get depending on how you play, meaning that your chosen style will dictate quite how heartless you have to be. Should you choose to go down the route of playing completely by the book and according to the rules, not assisting the rebels, not sympathizing with any of the desperate people needing to slip across the border, you have to let obedience prevail over over humanity. This can include turning away half of a couple trying to cross together, denying a grieving father the ability to avenge his murdered little girl, or even choosing to arrest people for monetary gain. And trust me, you don't want to think about what happens to these people under the given regime. Does it mean you'll earn more money and can maybe support your family a bit better? For sure. Does it also mean that you can feel your heart slowly rotting away with every bad choice? Absolutely. 1. Sasquatch Murder Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare when you finally hunt down the last Sasquatch, you find him leaning against a tree, seemingly weeping. He's the last survivor in the wake of the anti-Sasquatch rampage, brought on by the accusation that the Sasquatches are eating babies. This, of course, isn't true. They eat berries and mushrooms without a roast baby in sight. And so, as you face off with the final survivor, you realize that all the hard work you've just done to take out these supposed baby killers has not only been heartless, but also a tad genocidal. After a thousand years of living in the hills peacefully, only one remains and he begs you to kill him as all his friends and family are dead. Either you selfishly spare him because you don't want his death on your conscience too, or you execute him right there. Both options are horrible. You're losing either way. But hey, you're not losing as badly as the last Sasquatch, I guess. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.